he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of our interview with Jacqueline Bernstein from Empire of Force Events in New York City. This is that extra special little nugget we promised you when we brought Jacqueline on last week and didn't quite get to finish her episode with you. So take it away with Jacqueline Bernstein, Empire of Force Events. You you mentioned social earlier, and I was going to say that they'll also be the first to come back because obviously people are clamoring to have their weddings, they're clamoring to have their mitzvahs, they're ready to get back into the saddle as soon as they can, and the the numbers will be smaller, I'm sure, and social distancing for a while will have to be dealt with, but those events are going to come back. You're right. Corporate events are a much different ball of wax. And the rules are different now. The yeah, rules are changing. They go, they go to that corporate meeting. Are they going to sign a waiver? Well, first of all, is the company going to say, remember, you used to go to the meeting. You have to go to that sales meeting or else you're not going to be able to right. make your sales goals. But now they say, I could stay at home. But now if it's something live, who then is responsible if, God forbid, they get uh, sick? sick. Is it, did they get it? while they left their house on the way to the airport to get there, they get it in the meeting room. So there's a lot of liability. There's a lot of people that are smarter. I know you talked about the Event Safety Alliance. There's a lot of discussions. The DMC coalition's working on contracting. You know, uh, it, it's only as good as the paper it's written on when someone gets right. off of it gets really sick, right? right. Um, and, I, you know, talking about social events, you know, in New York City, and I know you all watch what was happening here, you know, we have a very large, the largest Orthodox Jewish community outside of Israel. Um, and it was a challenge in my home borough of Brooklyn with the gatherings. I mean, there was a 7,000 person wedding. My first thought is, where is this venue for 7,000 people? Of course. And I didn't know about it because we didn't even realize it, but they were all jammed in. Um, so, you know, it was unfortunate what had happened during that time uh, to see that in, in our city. But there were a lot of people that I know that are in this industry that said, you know what, though, they hired me to go take the photography or go there. So what am I going to do? It was a yin and a yang. Um, and social events, they were able to do certain things outdoors. Um, you know, the restaurants in New York, as you know, as of now, look, I'm talking to you in California, New York State's having a very challenging time. Mm -hmm. But you can't dine indoors. Um, and, you know, when it, you're at least beautiful weather. Right. No, I, I get it. Outdoors. I get but I have to give credit to my city. This is what New York Tough is all about. And whether you like adorable Andrew Cuomo, our governor or not, and his brother on CNN, when they whatever it may be, I'm he a fan. talks about New York Big Tough. And that's what we are. Because you got to see what these restaurants did. They took like construction barricades, strung a couple of bee lights up, threw mismatched chairs out and started serving. And you know what? It didn't matter how decorative it was. And I was telling this to designers who were thinking, oh my God, it doesn't match. I said, who cares? It was functional. They were working. The, the line cook, the, the, the bus boy, they were getting money. That's great. Now, granted, I wish I could have been someone that could have patronized that more. Right, right. Um, but but it was just great to see. And I was glad, you know, the mayor's office got in touch with me because I'm involved with, with um, the mayor's office, citywide event coordination and management. 
and their COVID uh, task force. And they wanted to know who they can rent all the supplies from. And they said, well, caterers must have them. And smart thinking, we said, no, caterers don't own any of this GAC. It's party rental companies. It's tech production companies that would have, you know, the- Scaffold uh, and- Right, whatever it may be. The drape, so, the oh. tables, yeah. So we put them all together. So, you know, I'm glad that I was a part of that to help that. That's something that will look back on it. If something major is going to happen, even though it's adverse, uh, out of adversity, I, I want to be involved in it. And I, I must say, when we all were watching the news back in March, and we kept hearing the word gathering, we're not allowing these corporate gatherings and events, gathering and events. Our industry finally made it to the news, but in the worst way possible. In the worst way. Yes. <laughs> we're still exciting, as weird as it may yes. be, you know, how it all went down. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> So let's talk about something happy, like something else happened to you in July, and that was you were honored uh, with a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, from uh, the special event. And uh, wasn't it was a ceremony that was done virtually, yes. but uh, hopefully they'll honor you again. How do you feel to be a Lifetime Achievement I, Award winner? Well, I, I thought that when you're a Lifetime Achievement Award winner, normally you're at a certain stage in your life, you just retire. I'm obviously way too young for that. But right. as far as business-wise, nope, nope. I, I need to somehow uh, pay for the shoes to wear for when I'll go. Well, I have enough shoes. But pay for something to right. fight to be able to go when they do the event live because I'm going to get back on that stage and get my speech live. You never have enough shoes. Uh, my poor shoes. Though, I haven't worn heels, though, really since March. I mean, I literally look. And I'm always a heel wearer. Anthony knows this. I'm always in heels and boots. Finish I saw the pictures. You saw, I saw okay. Pictures. I told you I stalked you. I stalked I your feet as well. It. Oh my God, I do have some crazy shoes. So I'm a founding member of the Interna International Live Events Association. I then became a legacy member a couple of years ago. Um, for those who, who remember the beginning, it was the International Special Events Society way back yes. in the but we I remember. Anymore, that's right. Uh, the terrorists took that acronym, so we went to ILEA. Uh, but it also terrorists. changed time. Special events, live events, uh, much better verbiage. And I was truly honored... Um, you know, I went to the first meeting as a student uh, with my resume and Joe Goldblatt, who was the founding president, said the future of this industry is going to be students. And he became, you know, a doctor and a professor of the industry. And, um, you know, I, I helped build that organization and our company was so involved and we were the search, which was an offshoot from ILEA members and all my employees were members. I had three employees in my company over the years had been presidents of the local chapter. And it was just an honor. Um, I, I know, and I did the math, I've been to more meetings in our local chapter than anyone has ever been to, and I'm always supported. I would not be where I am today without that organization, mm -hmm. so I was honored to be given that, and, and especially during this time, to be honored, again, during this time, and thank you to Jennifer, um, uh, to Jennifer, I always, Chitui, uh, oh my God, it looks like Trethaway, I can't. Please forgive me for not pronouncing your name right, but she's down in Australia. Hopefully she'll watch us at some point for honoring with that because it's chosen. From what I understand, the president suggested and the whole board unanimously voted me that. So I, I'm honored. And, it's a beautiful um, thing. Yes, and I met you because of an offshoot of going to Event Solutions, which right. came us all going to ISIS ILEA events and special events. Um, and then when the Live Events Coalition started, the word live events, it's in there. It's what we're all fighting now. Not fighting, just open it up and let, let's run amok. We've had enough of that this month. Right, right. Um, but oh, yes. Yes. We need, um, but live events is what we're all about, whether it be a sporting event and whether it be Broadway or whether it be just a gathering, as we've been talking about. We don't want to just not open safely, but we have to be prepared. 
and, and I, I must say, if I can, um, the Meeting Professionals International in in New York bestowed me with their, um, they inducted me to their Hall of Fame in the fall. Beautiful. So it really, another I, Hall of Fame. Another. You packed a lot into a into a short into a young life. You've packed a lot into a young life. Yes, I got event solutions and bizbash as well. I, I did pack a lot because you know what it's about? It's not about the work that you do. Anyone listening can do a really cool, expensive event that looks with a lot of fun stuff, a lot of interesting decor, neat talent, or you could do a really targeted event with a lower investment. And actually, sometimes that's how you show your client your work when you could take a smaller investment or it doesn't have to always be pretty, but it's logistically well run. But I don't necessarily believe it's about the specific events that me, my company, my team, my team, my team, I got to always talk about them have done. I think it's about who you are as a person in this industry. And I have always been involved. Um, I was president of my class all four years in college. So I knew that I was going to want to keep coordinating in my professional life. For those of you that don't know, the company I own, I worked out when I graduated college and then I bought it a couple of years later. This That's is my fabulous. only job out of school. That's so great. This, thank you. And when this pandemic started, I would see someone like doing a cashier in a store thinking, well, they're gainfully employed. I'm not. Could I do this? I didn't even know what I was going to do. Could I look for a job? It's not beneath me to work for someone. I just didn't understand the mindset of working somewhere and then owning a company for these 26 years. I I've always been involved in, what do you call in school, extracurricular activities, but now I've always been involved in the industry. If someone said, we need someone to help put this together, and, and I always want to be in the, the, the visible role, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't want to just be in the back of the house putting gift bags together. That, that, there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be visible and making things happen. And that's how I got to be known and to be a voice. And I'll always raise my hand. If you come to an industry session, I'll make sure that I ask a question. I will stand up and introduce myself. So people just get to know you. And I, I feel that I've had a voice during this pandemic. And, and what, what was the voice? Let's rally around and bring our industry back. Okay, that's all of our voices. But I kind of used who I am and being in New York and being just loud and proud to, I think, everyone's advantage. To, I'm trying to, I'm representing all of us. Mm -hmm. um, and being involved with the Live Events Coalition and, and being involved with whatever. I go onto Zooms all the time and I make sure that I ask questions and talk and be visible. And even while I'm suffering at my company, I, I think that's just who I am as a person. And that's why I didn't give up on this. I, and I'm not saying those people, I'm sorry if I said that way, that might've went out and got a real estate license during this time and did sales. They, I'm an only child. I unfortunately have my parents. So I'm, I, I'm single. I'm single. Could I use this as like a dating? Yes, S-I-N-G-L-E, single. Single. So I figured I, I still, of course, have expenses and I still have this company to run and corporate insurance, blah, blah, blah. But I was able to just stay all in in this industry for whatever would come of it. And so when that client gave us our first event, told us in November, we're going to service it in February, and I, excuse me, in December, and I hadn't worked since February. I shared that. People said, really haven't done anything? Nope. So all this stuff, I see you out there. Nope. Right, right. No income producing. I'm working. Right. But you're not, you're not making income. You're I'm working. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. That yeah. is for sure. But staying relevant. And I think that's something that I've done Bingo. my entire career is being relevant and, you know, when the ILEA ISIS chapter times asked someone to run the program's education, ooh me, ooh me, and I'm producing events for the Special Event Society and I'm barely doing them at the company because I'm a little kid employee, but that's how you learn. You learn by picture. 
a little picture. That's exactly it. That yeah, word yeah. picture comes up again. Yeah, yeah. And I, I gather you might have all seen, I don't know if Anthony you're going to mention this, but on New Year's Eve, because of my connections, I was able to be in Times Square. And I always go to Times Square every year. Mm-hmm. I saw. Talk about it. Okay. So, do you, okay. So, I always go to Times Square every year. I'm normally in an NYPD, FDNY event. And then we come out into Times Square, into the middle, in a special pen. They just walk us out about 11.15, watch the ball drop. But I have done it on my own. I was there for the millennium with special credentials. Um, and I could not miss it this year. And even my context said, why do you want to come? It's you know not going to be the same. I said, that's why I want to be there. That's why, yeah. Because it's not going to be the same. So I was with by the NYPD and by the press pool. And for those of you that follow me on Insta and Facebook, you'll see that I take, I've been taking pictures since the pandemic in strange, interesting, vast places around New York City, laying down the street, showing you how you can lay down the street. People say, why are you doing that? I said, because I can. So I have a picture from July 5th of me (laughs) laying down in Times Square with nothing going on, no traffic, all the billboards. And I wanted to reenact that on New Year's Eve. But I was there with the press pool. So when the confetti came down, that was my chance. And I jumped out in front of the press pool. I laid down. About 100 photographers are taking my picture. I'm making a confetti angel. And that picture was got picked up by the AP, the Associated Press Wire. It was all over the news in Bulgaria, Australia, Mexico, the UK, all over the country. And some of them had my name, Jacqueline Bernstein. Some had my company and some just said an event planner. It, it was on Fox, on Instagram, and it got 11 1,400 likes, although some people criticized the way I made a snow angel because I didn't move my feet, only my hands. And that is this news. And she's laying in the gutter. And, uh, you know what? I don't really care. Who they were cares? talking about me. They were Who talking about cares? Me. I am the poster child for the event industry. The fact that they wrote event planner just showed that I'm kicking off the year right doing event planning on New Year's Eve in Times Square. It, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that there's certain things I'm maybe not as lucky or didn't do. I didn't have a kid yet. Only the ones I date. That's usually the joke that I say, <laughs> but I, if someone's going to be in Times Square on New Year's Eve and get on, on just not one place. I mean, I was on the post. I was on ABC news. I was everywhere. It was going to be me all over the world. We're still tracking them. That's beautiful. And I actually want to say something to you. If anybody asks you why you date younger men, all you need to say is, because I can. That's because <laughs> they want to date me. Correct. I love that, Anthony. I love that. Yeah, because That's I all you can. Need. Right. But I'm, I'm looking for the right guy. I don't care how old he is. I think Rich might be the way to go right now. Should I have not put that out there? I don't know. No, yeah, no. that we can all no. Nothing is off limits. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, I wouldn't look for it, but there's nothing wrong with it. If it comes with the package, you know, I need to come say- hang with you because I'm newly single. So I need to come hang with you. Okay. <laughs> You're in San Diego though. I am, but New York is my right, favorite city in the world. Well, obviously, of course it should be. There's so much going on here. Love it. It's a real Love city. It. Yeah. So you need to, you need to come out here. We'll go hang. We can't sit at a bar. I can't even imagine what it'd be like to sit at a uh. bar. So you, 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 I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. I don't Good. think. No, so I don't, that was it. I'm the poster child. And I, I always thought poster child might be a derogatory term. So I apologize. But I'm a representative for our industry. New Year's Eve. There I was making it happen for all of us. I'm representing event planners everywhere. I call you the poster child. I have no problem with that. Do you mind? If we ever have an opportunity to spoof you again, we'll call you the poster child. In yes, fact, I, I want to thank Anthony and his team. Because I don't even know what year that was, but you were doing the opening general session of Event Solutions 
And uh, I mean, that was for, you know, what? 2003, 3,000 yeah. 3, people. Yeah. And you did this great skit because you were always so clever. It's one thing to be fun and funny and entertaining. Clever, clever is the way to be. Thank Love you. clever. And it was so clever. And you had this parody with, with about the industry, but then you had different people in the industry that you parodied. Is that a word? Yes. I was honored to be in that with Steve Kimball. I don't remember who else you parodied. I think Andrea was in that group too. No, maybe not. You and Steve for sure. Yes. Were there. Yes. You, they're the two standouts, you know. Yes. Always the, the sh me with the boots oh. and the shoes and him with the outfits and me talking with the hands. Yes. He's going to be on the show. We're going to have him in a few weeks. Oh. And, and we're also going to have, to have Dr. Joe Jeff in a few weeks. As you should. As you should. Oh, yes. God. Yes. He is my event papa and I have to give him credit. I think he's called me a couple of times from Scotland. He's always writing me, sent me an actual card in the mail. You know, even before this pandemic, when my I would watch emails with my my employees, my team with clients. So when would you like to get on the call? Should we call you then? And they went back and forth, back and forth to, to decide to me. I, I would say, pick up the phone. Yeah, right? already. And that's what people did during this time. And let's not forget that. It's one thing just to send a text. And I got a text. I got to give a shout out to Brad Wilson, the three waiters the other day. Sends me a text. Jack, somehow you just popped into my mind. And I just want to let you know that I was thinking of you. And I want you to feel good that someone was thinking about you. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Or just see something and you just send the picture of it and you don't have to say anything. But speaking was something that that became very, very important. And I, I think, I'm, I think yeah. it's great that we're speaking. And this is a good time. You just said it. It's a good time to reach out to people and see how they're doing rather than say, oh, I'm looking for something. It's a good time to reach out to people and say, how are you handling this? And what are you doing? And, you know, how are things? You know, uh, it's just a good time to think about somebody else. It is so true. And I, I must thank, there are a lot of event professionals out there that know my situation because I furloughed my company. Um, I also, the company I own was the longest independently and locally owned destination management company in New York City. Um, and so, yeah, I'm proud to own that. Uh, we bought into a destination management brand and unfortunately that brand went away. Um, so people said, what happened to your company? I said, nothing, I owned my company, but I bought into a brand to be a part of, represented by, uh, but unfortunately it doesn't exist. It's not there in its former state. So we went back to our corporate entity name. Um, and people just reached out knowing that about my company. They knew that when the Jewish holidays came, they said, are you going somewhere? Are you on a Zoom somewhere? Are you okay? Want to make sure you're okay. People know they don't cook. They're like, are you eating? Because mm -hmm. I don't cook. I mean, it was just incredible the things that people would do. And I, I you got to uh, pay it forward. If you're thinking about someone, if you don't even call them, at least just send them a text or something, but yes. really pick up the phone. If you pick up the phone, you're going to be very surprised. And I got to tell you, I have a long list of people that I haven't called back or we got in touch with that I feel guilty about. I always feel guilty. Everyone knows this, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you. It's okay. We know what guilt feels like. And we're not going anywhere, right? We're sitting right. there. What are you doing? You're so busy. I didn't call you last week. I called right, you this right. week. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Oh my god, so much it's a guilt fest right here. No, no, no. Does your mother make you feel guilty when you don't call her? My, my mother? My mother, yeah. My mother, my mother left this earth 12 years ago on her oh. birthday. Yeah, no, I think she is making me feel guilty. There you go. But my mother would just call me every day, just what what'd you eat for lunch? What what'd you wear today? And then when she was looking oh. at me, just 
it's all good. And, and I hear and I yeah. see my mother and everything that I do. So if you have mm -hmm. parents out there, you know, because I don't have my parents anymore, you, you need to keep in touch with them and, and do right by them. I'm sure it's been challenging. You can't physically be with them. And I know people that lost parents during this mess. So it's yes. just a bad situation. But all yeah, my, all my, most of my friends, their kids, most of my employees, their kids, they call me Aunt Jack. Uh, Sheridan Doherty, you have your kids call me crazy Aunt Jack. All right. I'll be okay with that. It's a but, good thing. It's okay. always a compliment. I love it. Because who doesn't love their crazy aunt? That's true. And I have to give a shout out to one of my clients, a close friend, Jeannie Weintraub. She had her son's mitzvah. There was a ceremony at the shul. Um, I was the only non-family member there. And they had me come up on the bima and say a prayer. So oh, I was really honored. Exactly. Really, really an honor. You know, they couldn't do the big block, the big, yeah. big uh, event. Uh, but the affair, and we just call it a fair. My mother would say, I'm going to an affair. I'm thinking, I know. I think we need to bring that back. I like it. It's got so much mystery. So much it's an mystery. affair to remember. Well, whose affair are you going to? Yes. yes. I want to go. Are you having an affair with me? Well, it's funny because we don't use the word party in the corporate side. When I say party, I, everyone knows I either put a lot of whys or a lot of ease, mm -hmm. you know, because we just don't think of parties. They're an event or experience, right. activation. But I think affair. I, I like the word affair. Remember, remember the word smorgasbord? Oh, yes. The smorgasbord. smorgasbord. <laughs> but I have to tell you, this has come up a lot recently. The phrase of came up against a falling off a truck. Because my father would bring things home to my mother, and he, he worked in the schmata business. The, 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 the yeah, we know what it is. We know what schmatas are. And he would say to my, and I only lived, my parents only together until I was just turned 10. And he would say to my mother, well, you know, wear this. It's great. It fell off a truck. And I had this vision of my father walking down the street and a truck just bouncing by and the door opens and something fell out. I had no idea what it was. Literally. Right. But my father was a bookie and I learned very early on what the daily number was when you hit the number and it's the last three numbers of the track handle. So any the track meaning the racetrack. So yeah. you see the stuff that I learned when you grow up with your father being a bookie, sitting on a bar stool next to Edna Manilow, who was Barry Manilow's mother. This is oh, how I grew no. up. Oh, wow. That's awesome. In Brooklyn. I know we went on a tangent here, but look, I sat on a bar stool, which brought me into this life of being in the entertainment and food and beverage and experience business as a young kid. And you have a gusto for life that you bring to your events too. You, 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 did I just say Adventists? You have a. I bring it to a podcast for God's sake. You bring it everywhere. We can always count on this effervescence. Always. You're going to have to do part two. We will. We will. We'll do three, four. We'll do I'm 10. Giving, I'm giving you credit, Anthony, because I like to be on this side, be interviewed, ask questions, be featured, but I'm giving you credit. You are doing this every, you're doing this every week, right? Every week. Every yes, week. Every week. So that's a lot to do. You have a team behind you here. Your team should introduce themselves. Yes. You, well, Alex is part of this. You're like the Robin, Alex, of how we I am. Thank that's you. That's right. He's my, yeah. She's my Robin. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just the crazy... Uh, a guest that comes on but that's a lot to put this together effort and that's time money and i give you a lot of credit for doing this and being consistent with it and, and of course giving me the honor so thank well, you for doing this i can't take the credit i really can't it's all d'angelo he's the yeah. one that has pushed this and uh we also met with some mentors that helped us and guided us through and and he was really the impetus that got us started and now we're we now we're on a road this is our 14th episode 
Yeah, we've done 14. This will be 14. And so now we feel like, yeah, we have a little a little path to follow. And hopefully we'll bring attention to our needs and get more people out there in front of students, people who want to come into the industry, uh, more people like you, you know, that have the experience and the know-how and the connections and the smarts and the risk-taking uh, attitude, you know, and the positive attitude. It's funny, I think you got us back when you said you didn't like the word pivot for my using the word ghost because we actually did a whole episode on pivot. <laughs> so it's funny because we, oh. yeah. We did funny. do it. I just was trying to think of a different word. So I actually was interviewed by someone else. It might've been on Jack Hartsman and Monica's mm -hmm. Vidal, but I said, we're going to shake it up. We're shaking it up. Yeah. You know, the pivot means like, I yeah. don't see like a screeching halt making a turn, which true. Did. Well, I think we all just hit the wall and just fell back. Whoa, what, what the hell happened? Um, and but, you're actually, you're actually right. We are shaking it up because yeah, we're doing it differently here. You know, uh, the, the first event that I did in December was a client that we normally do their executive committees um, holiday dinner and, you know, 22 people, you know, uh, dinner, buy out a restaurant, the, all the names that, you know, Danielle, uh, Balud, et cetera, um, Thomas, Kell, whatever it may be. We bought the event to them. So we had um, cutting boards with charcuterie, with engraved with a name, Tiffany wine glasses, personalized champagne, wine, dressed the table, had an SUV go with each staff person, gloved, masked, set it up, backed up. It was almost like ding dong dash. We rang the bell, but we couldn't be next to them. And we, um, we brought the event to them. Because I think a lot of these events have become almost like gifting. You know, mm -hmm. we gifted them this food, but we set it up in a way that when they brought it inside, they then had a Zoom with all their, their executive committee members. Um, we shook that up, right? Right. We did it differently. And I got to tell you, it was the amount of detail. I did 11 micro events. Yes. As opposed to just one big event. Yes. It was in New York, it was in Florida, it was in Switzerland. I had to do something in Mexico yes. City, London, and Singapore to get this all coordinated. So it's the same type of coordination. I just was sitting on my toilets doing it. Yes. It's, I've had a drink once in a while. But it's no, it's hey, because it's, no, it's, it's, it is like setting up all these mini events. I, I don't think people really grasp that when you don't have everyone in one location and you have to uh, communicate a message to all of these people who are not going to somehow come together in this one location, how difficult that is, not just in the prep, but in the execution, because yeah. now, right, you're not, you don't have everybody and you can't rely on that sense of energy. You know, when you're in an event and, and you're giving out, you know, orders left and right, and people are coming together from everywhere and you've sent out all the information and you're God hoping people come to, you know, they're prepared the way you ask them right. and, come, and everybody comes and there's all this, you know, it's hectic and, it's crazy. And then suddenly you realize everybody did what they said they would do. It's come together. It's beautiful because at that moment, everybody's focused on the one, you know, on your event right. and you don't have, right. You lose all that in this. The energy world. is very, very different. Um, I, you know, and because my, my team was furloughed, nothing was ever beneath me to do, but I probably wasn't the one that was doing that ordering and inventorying and checking was this engraved properly um because the I had, and i'll be honest with you i had a team that 
did Excel. I wasn't doing Excel, but you know, I had to make do with my team not being here. And some of my team did, you know, come in and help and it was great. Um, and then, you know, you had to find people that would go on site and they were not, they were okay being in a car with a plastic shield and driving to drop this at that executive's home. And, you know, there was a lot of discussion about protocols and COVID testing and everything. Um, and just all the managing of shipping and what we were going to do. I mean, the, the pastry chef at the commissary got COVID. So she wasn't able to come in to do the happy holidays on the cake. So we had to come up with a different way we were going to do this. And just the craziest things that you think about that you never thought about before, but you're right, energy. You're right, Anthony, that energy in the room. Cause we don't, you don't really, when you do a dress rehearsal, that might be the entertainment on stage, but you don't put the dinner out for the 22 people or 122 people and serve the whole dinner one night and then serve it the next. <laughs> There's no dress rehearsal for that part. No, um, it happens once. One time, same look, together. We, we needed to get ribbons to uh, the client wanted Omaha steaks and lobsters delivered, so we had to get them nice and we had to put like a big bow, like you put on a car. And what's interesting is that we ordered from Amazon for whatever it costs on Amazon. Of course, the Amazon didn't come, so then it cost me $300 because she had to go drive and get them all the same at all these other different places. Oh so my gosh, there was a loss of money. But what, what would you do in the live event if something didn't show up and the truck didn't show up and you'd have to go run and do something, you know, and no one wants to lose $300 these days. No, um, nobody wants to lose a penny. Right. So it's, it's an interesting, it's, it's interesting what you went through. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, first of all, I'm thankful for the work and I'm glad that we went through that uh, to, to learn about that because we weren't even involved with the Zoom. It was just the sure. live mini micro event as they've all been called. We did a micro event. Um, I then hired us to do a rally it's something that he's involved with with an environmental group not anything that's in the industry or everything else that's been going on but i'm thinking oh wow rallies we're experts at rallies now this has been what's going on everyone knows what that's like bring you it <laughs> yeah you know and um and you know I, and i've been fortunate throughout this time to 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 be on tv and and to i i stand beside the new york city hospitality alliance working you know you hear restaurants so much in the news and, and the hospitality industry and live events is not a men mention maybe it's mentioned for a sporting event or broadway but what the work that we do whether you're a right. social planner or a corporate planner do a corporate meeting we don't hear it as much but the hospitality industry there's been some that say they keep talking about the restaurants they don't talk about us okay but we're in this together whether you're booking a restaurant or a venue or a hotel we're still doing the food and beverage that line cook that's unemployed could be at the hotel or it could be a restaurant so I feel that community, because we're all in the overall hospitality industry, and I feel Agreed. it's important to, to support that um, and to get that energy back as you're, as you're talking about, Anthony. Let's hope it happens soon, uh, really. Uh, I would like to end, if you don't mind, with uh, a little Can game. That was... <laughs> you want to talk some more? If you don't mind? Yeah, I do actually mind, <laughs> but it's okay. Okay, I've got plenty I could ask you. I am, I, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Because, you know, you were in Times Square. Did you meet J-Lo? I didn't meet, I did not oh. meet J-Lo. I did not meet J-Lo. Dang, she, she's hot. She, she sure is. And she's from the Bronx, not from Brooklyn. Now, names begin with J. So, so you have a lot in common. You are like this. It's just that you were yes. busy that night. Yes, yes. I actually, oh, hashtag New York scene. Is that still... Like hot are people still following hashtag NYC? Well, it's hashtag all in NYC. Is that the one you're thinking about? No, but tell us what hashtag all in NYC is. That still available for yes. people to use and follow? 
was what did I have? Hashtag NYC. Maybe I did that. I saw something that said hashtag NYC. Oh, scene. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Someone put me on that. Oh God. Yes. You could still do that as well. S E E N, right? Yes. Yes. Let me yes. clarify. Yeah. Hashtag N Y S E E N. Scene. Yes. Yeah. Do that. And all in NYC, it's not even my hashtag, it's NYC and companies, but we should pick up more NYC because I'm seen out there a lot in New York City. So you could use that. Great. Um, will you see it? Somebody will see it. Someone will see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all yeah. that matters. Let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. It's January 18th. Let's bring it back. Yes. NYC. Yes. Hashtag NYC, S E E N. Follow it. Hashtag play with it. Oh. Or you, just hashtag Jacqueline Bernstein or something. I don't know. Yeah. Send something back. to Jacqueline. Yeah. Hashtag me. J-A-C-L-Y-N. Was that Times Square event the proudest moment in your career? Or what, tell us what the proudest moment was. So here's what's funny. I've been asked this recently. Probably the uh, proud. Wow. You mean the activation for the Live Events Coalition? Yes. That truly was one of my proudest because that was done in such a grassroots effort. And one of the things that we did that we didn't charge people to come, of course, but we knew we had to pay for the signage, all the signs. And we said to them, you know what? Wait right here. This, probably no one's ever done this before on your podcast. Wait right here. Wait right here. Wait right there. Do you still hear me? Yes. Yes. Do you still hear me? Okay. Do you still hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I know it's a podcast, so you don't normally see it, but you're videoing this. So here was one of our signs. We can't work due to safety. Help us survive. I mean, it was just, it was right there with our logo. Clear, okay. clean. Yep. Says no, it. This is says what it. I keep saying. Health, health and welfare equals no live events. What about our health and welfare? I like that. And then this one. Can you do it like you're really standing on the protest line? This last one? But then yeah. how do you, you know, vocally. Oh, well, I didn't necessarily say this. No, you'd be like, health and welfare equals no live events. What about our health and welfare? I, I think you got it. Okay. <laughs> You're, hired. Hired. You're hired, okay. Anthony. Okay. Here, it took 100 unpaid live events professionals to make this empty event possible. But there are 12 million more without work right now. 12 million more. <laughs> I love it. So those are just some of the 70 plus different we had like 400 signs with 70 plus so my point was we had to pay for them and we asked everyone could you pay five dollars for a sign you could still come but if you could help pay five dollars help offset money because we we honestly had no idea where the money was going to come from P more people donated and then we said if you can pay can you pay for others or if you can't come pay for others we got more money from people that didn't come than that did come so I was just very proud how that happened. But yes, I was extremely proud how we did that in Times Square. When people ask me some of my other proudest events, putting together those gift bags for those um, nurses. Yes, that's 3, awesome. Gift bags. How I amassed this team, event pros ready to serve through our company. Come volunteer and just let's do this. Let's give back. Let's make sure we're doing something to help. We might not be helping someone that's sick, but we're helping those that are taking care of those that are sick. Um, and then I met... The nurse who got married in Times Square, that there's ever been a wedding in Times Square. I randomly met her. A lot of crazy connections. Um, but probably my other most proudest events is we've been working every year since 2002 on the September 11th Memorial event. So we have not missed a year. 
We close our office on September 11th. We have not missed a year. You know, this year it's going to be unfathomable 20 years. Um, but we have worked, and I've been in many different positions. In that first year, in 2002, we worked in the reader's tent. So the reader's tent that first year was Colin Powell sitting next to a little girl who lost her grandmother. Like there was no, it, it just was everyone. And everyone was equal. And we helped manage the readers. We didn't even call them VIPs. We helped manage all the readers. And we've had many different roles. And I'm proud to say that we're still involved with it. So notice the events I just talked about had nothing to do with money. I, I've been fortunate one day I got Special Events Magazine in the mail and there was our event on the cover of Special Events Magazine. Same event that Joe Jeff Goldblatt put on the second yes. edition of his book. It was uh, the Tai Chi, the tai Chi <laughs> event. Yes, in uh, Central Park. Beautiful picture. Central Park and the Woolman Rink, which has just recently been in the news. Um, um, and supposedly we were going to break the world's record for the largest group doing it. So uh, those are great events. But the ones that you're asking I'm most proud of are these events that we weren't paid for. <laughs> right, I know, right. But they make but, a difference. They, I, you know what? Uh, well, yeah. From a girl who talks too much, that was perfect what you right. said. They made a difference. They made a statement. Mm -hmm. and help, they're they're going to help people. We need that statement. We really do. We need that statement. And, you know, aside from feeling the need to get out there and and be loud and proud, you're doing us all a, a justice by being out there and you're doing yourself that justice. And you know that you're smart. The end of, at the end of this road, business will come back and there will be few, fewer of us here. And so letting people know you're still here, you're still ready. That is very smart and very forward thinking because it's, it's going to come back. And uh, I, I know you're going to be busier than ever. You're just going to, you're God willing. Yeah. You know, you've got a lot. Uh, first of all, you showcase New York so beautifully. And for those of you who haven't seen this video, there is so much new that has happened there and so many more venues uh, to see. And Jackie with Empire Force, Jacqueline, excuse me, with Empire Force. All good. Check so clear no matter how you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Is the one to do it. She is, she knows New York like nobody else. Born and bred. She knows how to get through it. She knows the mayor, for goodness sake. And I like that. The, word, the mayor is the, the macha. The big, the big macha. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I know the right people to ask, and I have such a great support system. I know when I call someone and say, I need you to do this, which is what happened with all these events that um, there's been a lot of great people on our detail for September 11th or that worked on uh, the, the gift bags and then even the empty event that are just, you call them and they're there when you need them. That's what's important. Um, they make a difference, those events. They, they show, they sh showcase, they make a statement. So I think that's a school I've always been. I'm a showcaser and make a statement. Um, doesn't matter how, how the balloons, and I, I say that for my partner, Robert, because we always make fun of balloons at events. Anyone that does balloons professionally, we're not making fun of balloons, but right. making fun of balloons, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. But the point is what, what you know, Knowing who the right people are to get something done is that's what our industry is about. That that that's what we're all about here. I, I'm honored. I'm number 14 on, on your show. And I've known Anthony and we came out and did an event in San Diego. You were the ones that I called um for that, you know, for I that. I still remember and, it. Yep. It was in Indian Wells, I think. No, it was in um Tory Pines. Oh, okay. See, I don't know these yeah, things. Yeah, Tory Pines. Random place, it was it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but I do remember it well. 
And I appreciate it. And I appreciate our friendship and seeing you when I see you at the special event. Uh, seems to be the only show left. Hey, by the way, how do you feel about it being consumed by Cater Source? It's interesting. Uh, some say there might not have been a need for two shows like that. Um, well, actually, they merged, like they took it over. So special event, as opposed to because Cater Source consuming them, it, special events. Consume Cater Source. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm sad that Event Solutions not around because we all sort of love that little smaller, when I say small, um, uh, intimate, show that was happening mid-year right after going to the ILEA conferences um you know I wasn't able to go to special event we were supposed to fly out on March 9th yes March 8th. well this happened at the very for, for the rest of us yeah so the, I, those right. up there you know um and there were a lot of great people that were there and um I I was gonna get on the plane and Rob said we are not getting on a plane we can't go it doesn't send a, we, get, we have to do right by our team that's here you know, within and then a week later, you know, they were all furloughed. So, um, so how do I feel? I, I maybe it's just better. It's one one show I got to go to, so one black tie dress I need to think about each year. <laughs> I don't know. Um, times change. I usually don't deal well with change, but if it changes and someone else makes that choice, and I just I go with it. Uh, but it's interesting. You know, it was a very it was a very catering focused show, right? Cater Source was when we pointed, when they took over Event Solutions. Right. I think now that it's one whole big thing, there's a focus for the special event side of it. So I still want to support it um, from going there. So we we'll see they're planning on doing it, right? They're having it this year. I have looked. I have not gotten any summer. emails in the summer. Yeah. Is that when they're going to they're going to move it to the summer? Yeah, I. I, I Part of me for not having that information right here. No, 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 it's all right. We'll find it. Uh, but normally they're very active in their marketing of the event. And uh, I haven't seen much. Again, I think it's because people are really just waiting to, you know, before investing a lot in marketing something, can it happen? Well, yeah, it's one thing to go to a show and then go to the education. But I feel for those people, I felt for them even before this that invest all that money, not that there's anything wrong with it, and take a trade show booth out or sponsor. Like I know Chad Everett, I think he's doing the opening yeah. night or something. He posted about that um, from Galaxy. Um, anyway, Jamie's brother. Jamie oh, I know Chad very well. We did something together years ago. Yes, years ago. Close to Rob Bottom. So, you know, I, I, that's an expensive investment and, and, and venture uh, to do that, especially yes. at a time like this. You know, especially. I, I, you know, one thing I could do is I could do something with my mouth. You need me to call someone, get something done, um, invest some time, but to write a check at this point, uh, I, I'll write you a check. I don't know if it'll, it'll clear. <laughs> but here. But here, here, it's good. How many zeros? There's a lot more. That's what I've been saying when you ask about events you get proud of. And there's some great events that we don't, really cool, innovative stuff. And there's great war stories that we got, got through. Not every event could be on the cover of a magazine or a cover of a book. We right. do less events that are that worthy. Right. Have that, and there's nothing wrong with that. We should be proud of that. You know, talking to our live events coalition, some would say, I got a gig next week and it's, you know, it's $5,000. And, you know, we were all excited. We were all rallying around each other. You know, the, the numbers yeah. have changed. Um, the numbers have changed. It's changed. Just the focus and the way we're moving forward. It's just, it's, right. uh, it's just change. And it's an interesting time, I think, in a lot of our lives, you know, to kind of start over um but it, it, it's it's going to be different the way it starts over um you know and looking at teams to support what we do and hopefully clients hopefully clients won't 
forget what we all went through here. There's a lot of clients that are still employed. The only thing that changed for them is they didn't go into the office and they spent a lot of time undoing events and repurposing them. But I hope they don't forget the vendors that are really beat up. And we're not going to say, oh, we didn't do the event last year. So what would have cost you, I don't know, $100 right. later, it cost you $200 this year because no. I got to make up for it. It's not like that. No. But just understand that there's some respect. No one's just trying to gouge but be paid for, for the work that we're doing. And, and the work that we're doing is not just the work for that event. It's the work that we've been doing to, oh, you've changed your event. Oh, it's a new date. You want to check new dates. Oh, we need to redo the floor plan because you can only have less people in that same space. That is work product that we need to be paid right. for. And the knowledge that you bring to that, mm -hmm. you know, all of the times that you help a client avoid going down a road because you can tell them immediately, this is not the right road. It may seem that way, but it isn't. And the times you can redirect them to things. So all of that, that knowledge that you just give so, so willingly to clients, right? I mean, you don't hold back. You, you give it willingly. You, you develop a relationship. You want them to know the best there is. You want them to see it themselves. You know, you want to show them the option. So I agree with you. That process should be, it should be a, cons a consultant, a consultancy fee for that, or a consultative fee for doing that kind of work. I've always talked about that. You know, you know, answers to their questions before they even right. called you. So when you first speak, that that initially becomes part of it. So right. you might not charge for a proposal. And we could have a whole other podcast about that. But respect professional service fees as opposed to, dare I use that phrase, the markup on the element. You know, right. that, that's not right. what it's about. Uh, you want to pay for that element direct, but I knew where to get that element. That's value in that in the first right. place. So well, it's a challenging situation. You know, two of those venues that I featured in my video, they have that MERS. That, and I couldn't fit it in time in my video. I only had 10 minutes. I talk very fast. But um, the MERS, those um, HVAC, the system for the air. Yes, yes. A lot of my put those in. So we might have a corporate client or anyone. I need a venue that only has that system because that system is going to be the best system to utilize. That's the knowledge. Again, I'm a big proponent of destination manager companies that can produce your events. Um, just knowing that. It's going to be a lot of that when we come back. And COVID compliance officers, we yes. talked about the safety alliance knowing how it's going to work is going to, it's going to be very important as we move forward. Well, I would never do an event with in New York city without a DMC and I would never do one without you. Okay. Honestly. I mean, there are, look at it. You can, you can yes. manage cities around the country, but New York is a very different animal to manage mm -hmm. and uh, logistically speaking. And it so is in your city. When you load into the ballroom, you drive the truck up, back it up and the ballroom, the door opens and you're right there. You're right Us, there. We're in the same um, um, dock as the garbage coming in and out in the food on a busy New York street with everything else going on. We are constantly getting permits to park vehicles for people, for cars and transportation. It's, uh, my thing is you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? I'm not going to get so. DMC no, brothers and yeah. sisters about DMCs working elsewhere, but New York is just a challenging city. It's challenging. Time, but an exciting challenging because we're all smushed together. That's all of you. Number one in the pandemic. I, I, I don't want to adjust about it. But if New York's going to do something big, we're, we're always, we, we do it big no matter what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah, count yeah. on that, the rest of the world. We count sure on do. it. Sure do. All right. We're going to play a game. This or that. I'm just going to ask you 
this or that, you're going to tell us which one you prefer. But you get to say neither in one case, and you get to say both in one case, okay? You get that? So this or that. So I'll ask you like, uh, which do you prefer? Stiletto or chunky heels? Stiletto. Stiletto, great. Which do you prefer, Diane von Furstenberg or Vivian Westward? Diane. Westwood, excuse me. I love the wrap dresses. Fabulous. Uh, Broadway or off-Broadway? Was it both? What was the answer to that one? You could say both to one of them. Broadway or off-Broadway, is that a both answer? Both. Like you wouldn't choose one or the other, you'd go both. Yeah, it depends what it okay. is, but yeah. Okay, but you don't get another both. I'm warning you right now, you used it pretty early, but that's okay. You haven't either. East side or west side? So you gave up your, I see. <laughs> See how this works. Oh, and I live I live on six, so I'm one block from the east side. I live on the west side. Okay, I'm going to say neither now. I'm I'm, I'm all in anywhere. Okay, I love you. I love you for that. You're committed. Yeah. Sex and the city or the Sopranos? Oh, Sex and the City. Cats or Zabars? Cats. Mwah. Gefilte fish or kasha varnishkas? <laughs> so I don't eat pasta. And grain, I have to say. Uh, gefilte fish. Okay. Have you ever actually really had gefilte fish? I have gefilte fish all the time. What do you mean, okay. actually? I never I, had it. I've never had it. Has anyone ever seen gefilte fish? Yeah. Yes, we've seen it. There's no I've eaten it. Yeah. Wait, you know, I mean the fish because it's. No, it's not fish. It's matzo. Yeah, it's basically. No, no, well, it's made of matzo, but it's, it's pike. It's, it's Google gefilte fish. Kasha Vanish, because people know it's like bow tie pasta with um, barley and. It's very good. It's a you, fun word to say. How could you not say pasta? How could you not eat pasta? I don't eat pasta, I eat grain. But you do eat Italian, just not pasta. I don't eat, yeah. Or Italians, I should say. Um, Channing Tatum. <laughs> and on that note, Channing Tatum or Ryan Reynolds? Depends on I'm using them for, but Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum is hot. Let me tell you, I never, ever, ever spend money on pay-per-view movies at home. There's just no reason to. And this was a while ago, before the pandemic. That was like the best four bucks I ever spent. To watch <laughs> Magic Mike? That was so hilarious. And if you really want to be in that Netflix, remember what was talking about Tiger King? You should all watch Toy Boy on Netflix. It's the Spanish murder mystery about um, strippers in Marbella. You need to watch this, everyone. Toy Boy. But Ryan Reynolds, I mean, he's so freaking hilarious. But I'll, 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 okay, I, Channing, I'm going to take Channing. All right. Oh, I love right. that game. Yeah. All right. So this is now a, your, your favorite Bond, Sean Connery or Daniel Craig. Okay. I need to put this out here first. I'm looking for a guy that wants to watch all the Bond movies with me. Doesn't have to be in one sitting, but you need to be committed to come over and we just keep watching them. All of them in a row. So I met Sean Connery with Steve Kimball when we were in the Bahamas, flying back, you still in the Bahamas. He just died this past year. Just died, yes. And Daniel Craig, I haven't seen a full Daniel Craig James Bond movie because I want to watch all the other ones in the beginning. I happen to think Sean Connery when he was younger. I'm gonna go with yeah. him. Oh yeah. yeah. I met him too once, he's very tall. Okay, de Blasio or or Giuliani? Okay. Blah, 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 blah. 
wait, neither. Okay. Well, you're not, I'm going to give you that because it's political and that's not nice. Yeah. It's a hard time to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, entertainment or decor. What's more important? Oh, Oh. okay. So I'm going to preface it with, you follow me on social media. You know that I've liquidated my storage units that I've had. I've had some stuff that we've owned for like 26 years. I've had my storage units for 15 years and decorative design was just so important. All that stuff and trying to get, I couldn't even give it away to people. I couldn't even give it away to other designers because they didn't want to have to house it. So decor was important because it creates a look, but you know what? I wish there were clients that wanted to do more entertainment. They're like, but decorate our table free. We don't need entertainment, but I want to think entertainment. Yeah, I agree with you. How can I not say that to you? Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> that would have been the wrong answer. If you think about it, the most important things in life aren't things you can make the, it's the entertainment, the experience beyond right. how it looks with all the stuff. Amen. Amen, Miss Jacqueline Bernstein. Right. Amen. Final words? Anything you want to say to the listening public? If I could turn back time. <laughs> Girl, that was good. That was very good. You just have to do the ho. Okay. No, ho. my hair there. Is anyone ever going to watch this? I know your video, but are you going to release a version of this not just being uh, you know, that's pretty much up to D'Angelo. We'll see what we get, you know, in the push out, but we certainly have them. So if you'd like a copy, you can have it. I would so love a copy. You, you look gorgeous. You look great. And I was just going to say, you don't need to turn back time. It looks like it's turned back. I could see. Um, uh, I met Cher the night of the election in 2016, actually at the, uh, wow. She, I was the most starstruck meeting her. My final words, you've all heard a lot. Uh, I was recently interviewed and someone said, you're most, what are you most scared of with this? And again, being um, a business owner and being physically alone. I mean, I have millions of friends and family are out there supporting, but not having that support, like a husband or a child to take care of me, like I did my mom. I'm, I'm frightened. I'm still frightened throughout all this. Um, you know, we could be here and have fun. But if we're not going to do events, I'm going to do a couple between now and the end of the year. That's a scary prospect. Do I feel that I can get a job and I'm smart enough? I, I, I hope so. Someone asked me for a resume the other day. I said, what resume? I have one resume graduating college. Right. And Anthony, you said running a business. I've, I've kept myself out there. I'm doing what I'm doing. I just hope that this pays, pays off, off. Me personally. I don't need a lot. It's not about consumption and all this money. I just need to be able to survive and do what I love to do and be happy. And um, being in this industry and being a spokesperson or Spox, isn't that the new word? Spox, S-P-O-X, you could say. I like it. I've never heard it, but yeah, I'm gonna... I haven't heard that either. I think you see it in writing, like you see it in the ticker on the news. Spox for this. Oh, Maybe I read I'm that for it. No, you're very, uh, very observant. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the It's cute. not Spock. It's Spox. <laughs> um, I, I just hope that I could be happy and sustainable in whatever I do and be good to all those people that are taking care of me. I, 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 I don't know what else that I could say. And I'm thankful for these opportunities that people give me to be able to speak because I feel that I'm speaking for so many others in the industry that maybe Alex has said it before, don't feel comfortable saying I'm nervous about paying the rent. Mm -hmm. um, I, anyone that isn't, I, I don't even understand. I, then you're using savings. Right. 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 What are you going to live on? So that that's, I, I, I'm not making like one big statement, but I'm not too shy to cry that I'm concerned how we're going to survive to the other side. And I'm 
really, really hoping that out of this adversity is going to come even better than good. And whatever that looks like, I'm ready to be there to do it and support with all the people that I'm friends and family with in the industry. From your mouth to God's ears, yes. right? I mean, I, I hope that too. And I hope that the, the foot that you've put forward, which has been incredibly, incredibly focused on the community at large. I hope that comes back to you. Your heart's in the right place. And if the world is right, it, it will. If the world is right, it will. That was our fabulous interview with Jacqueline Bernstein of Empire Force Events in New York City. You can find and contact Jacqueline on Instagram at Jacqueline underscore Bernstein. Make sure to like and subscribe to Bellotified wherever you listen to podcasts. Email us questions or go to Bellotta.com and click on the podcast tab and fill out your questions there. Thanks. And as Anthony likes to say, who cares? <laughs> <laughs>